So, good evening everybody. We're now continuing our journey in Rosh Hashanah towards Bezrat Hashem Siyum soon enough. And here we are on the top of Daf Lamed Dalet Amud Aleph. Uh, just a quick summary of what we've been doing so far. The Brighter was asking that, that, that we've been uh, uh, learning a Brighter in the previous page um, that was teaching us what were the sources for the the, 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 the blowing should be in an, in an actual shofar that we know. And also, why do we have uh, all the, you know, why do we have the Tkiah, and then the Tura, and then the Tkiah. And according to that Brita, we learn it from a Gzera Shava, uh, from, with, through a Gzera Shava, from Yovel. In Yovel, the Torah says there will be a Shofar, and the Rosh Hashanah is learned from Yovel, and then they're all mixed together, and both of them will have those, uh, let's say, 10 sounds. We're going to talk about the 10 sounds later. But it's... Rosh Hashanah is learned from Yovel, okay? Now, we're now in the, hmm, probably like the 13th line or so, a line that begins with the word Hekesha Lotzarich, which is where we stopped last time. And then, the Gemara says, Haitana, Vahaitana, you see it? So, Vahaitana, so the previous Tana we mentioned in the Brayta is learning the Tkiot from Rosh Hashanah, that they need to be a Tkiot before the Tua and a Tkiot after the Tua, from Yovel. However, the high Tana and that Tana, which we're going to mention momentarily, So the Tana we're going to bring now is learning it not from Yovel, but rather from the Midbar, from the desert. As uh, the Gemara explains, the Tanya, as says the writer, Utkatem Trua. So, so the Pasuk Ibat there's a whole Pasha, Amisrael actually have the trumpets in the desert. Then they would have the signaling, they, whenever they wanted to, uh, uh, to start uh, a journey, uh, you know, to pack and start walking in the desert, they would blow the trumpets. And the Pasuk says, Utkatem Trua. Okay, two words, Utkatem, and you shall blow a Trua. Seemingly, you shall blow a Trua. But now the uh, Brita explains right? So there's two words which would refer to a tkiah in and of itself an independent tkiah and the word trua uh, refers to an independent trua meaning two different sounds tkiah and then trua Okay? Now the, the Brita challenges that Is that the meaning of the Pasuk? Is that what you're saying? Perhaps the simple meaning of the Pasuk is and you shall blow a trua. And it's all talking about a one sound, the trua. You shall blow the trua. The blow is a verb, not a noun. That make sense? So which one is it? Ah, let's see. The next Pasuk will resolve the problem. As the Pasuk says, when you gather, assemble the congregation, you shall blow a tkiah, and not blow a trua. So here you learn that, the, so from this pasuk, you can learn that titkeu is an independent sound. Titkeu meaning a tkiah. Okay? And not, so that's why. When the when the Torah says titke slicha utkatem trua, so the word utkatem is a standalone tkiah. Okay, 
So if they are we learn from the pasuk when you tikkeu v'lo tariu, if they are tikia b'fnei atzma, or tariu b'fnei atzma tikia, is in and of itself is an independent tikia, and the trua is is another independent sound. Okay, so we learn from that pasuk that there's two different sounds. Right. Uminayin shepshuta lefanea. So how do we know that the pshuta, pshuta meaning the tikia, right, the simple sound, is lefanea before the trua? Again, these are the, the these halachot we already saw, and we learned them in the previous brayta according to another tana from Yovel. It's just the same halachot, but here this tana is learning them from Midbar. So how do we know that there's a tkiah before the tuah? Talmud Lomar, utkatem tuah. As the pasuk says, utkatem tuah. First utkatem tkiah, and then tuah the tuah. So the tkiah before. Uminayin shepshutale acharei. How do we know that there's another tkiah? After the trua, Talmud Lomar in the very next pasuk in the parsha, trua yitkeu. So it appears again the word trua, and after that the word litkoa tkiya, which means after the trua there will be another tkiya. This is how we got that sandwich of tkiya trua tkiya. According to Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Shmuel ben Oshel Rabbi Yochanan ben Baraka says, I have another source. You don't need that. The other pasuk. I have another source for the tkia that is after the trua. Right? So Rabbi Shmuel ben Yosher, Rabbi Yochanan ben Baruch Omer, he says, "Ain't not tzarich. I don't need that source. I have another one." Harei Omer utkatem trua shenit. So the pasuk says even before you get to trua uh, itkeu. So the pasuk says utkatem trua shenit. Right? So there's a there's a few blowing in the the, the, the trumpets. Right? One for you know each part of the machane to start traveling. So the Torah says, "Utkatem trua shenit," and then it's like, "And you shall blow a trua," uh, in the second time, and then he says, "Wait a minute, this pasuk shein talmud lomar shenit." You don't need to tell us it's shenit, well, because if you've been reading the parsha, you know that we've been blowing once, and now you need to blow, and we all you know we can count. You know it's the second time. You don't need to mention that's the second one. Umat talmud lomar shenit. Why did the Torah mention? Shenit, ze bana that that is the second ze banav to teach us something, which is shekol makom shenemar tuah tehet kia shniya la. It's just to teach us something in general that whenever the Torah says tuah, there should be a kia second, uh, second to it, i.e. right after it. Whenever the Torah says tuah, there should be a kia. After, so now we know why we should have a tekiah after a trua. Okay, that's learned from these two extras from this extra word. Okay, that is all good with the trumpets in the desert. Only So this is good with the, with the desert. How do we know that these same rules would apply in the tekiot of Rosh Hashanah? Talmud Lomar, trua, trua shava. So through exera shava. Um, with the words Tru'ah from Chatzotzrot in the desert and Tru'ah in Rosh Hashanah, uh, we learned that the same rules of the Midbar of the desert with the trumpets would apply with Rosh Hashanah and therefore we have a Tkiah before the Tru'ah and a Tkiah after the Tru'ah. Now the Brata goes on and says, So three times the word Tru'ah is mentioned in Rosh Hashanah. In the following psukim, Shabbaton zichron trua, which is talking about Rosh Hashanah, Yom trua, which is also talking about Rosh Hashanah, 
And then the Avarta Shofar Teruah, which is talking about Yovel, but you already saw that they're all together. They're all uh, teaching uh, about Russian as well. Okay? So that's three times Teruah, three Teruot. Each one of them is accompanied by two Teruot, one before, one after. Right? Matzinu Lemedim. So now we, we, we learned Shalosh Teruot Veshesh Teruot. So we have a total of three Teruot and six Teruot. Okay. Right? So Shalosh Teruot Veshesh Teruot Nemru Berosh Hashanah. We're taught in the Torah regarding Rosh Hashanah. Now, so we know there's three Teruot. The writer says, the Tanakama says, Shtayim Idivrei Torah. So of all those, of, of these three Torah, only two of them are Deoraita. The, the obligation is Biblical. And the third one, another one is, one of them is Midivrei Sofrim. Which we're not going to get into the discussion whether it's a Derabanan or another level of Chiyuv. Ben time, it's not Deoraita, but, but Derabanan. So, which one is it? So the Gemara, the Brite explains. Shabbaton, Shabbaton, Zichron, the Pasuk about Rosh Hashanah, and then we have a Tashafar, the Pasuk about Yovel, Midivre Torahim. So these are the two Truot that teach us that we are obligated to have a Truah Midoraita, two times. And then the other Pasuk, Yom Truah Yelachem, Letalmudo Huba. It doesn't teach us that we actually need to blow a Truah. Why? Because we're using this Pasuk to learn something else. Letalmudo Huba. We need this Pasuk. Uh, for for something specific that it's coming to teach us, so there is there is a principle, uh, like a you know uh, a leading principle in any limud uh, in the Gemara or in the Midrash Halacha. Whenever we derive a halacha from a pasuk, so general principle is that you don't learn two things from the same word from the same pasuk. Okay, so you can only learn one thing from each word or pasuk or extra addition something. Okay, so the third Torah is teaching us something else, i.e., what's the other thing? The Gzirah Shavah, that we just saw. So this Tana says, this Tana needs the word Torah to learn Gzirah Shavah from the Midbar, that there has to be a Tkiah before and after the Torah. Okay, so one of the words Torah in the three Psukim is already needed for another Limud, so only two of them are Midorat, and the third one Chachamim added, because they want to complete the sets of Malchiyot Rav Shavot, and they want to have Tkiot with each and every one of them to make them all equal. Okay, so they added another set of tkiot. That's um, one opinion. Rabbi Shmuel bar Nachmani Omer, Rabbi Shmuel bar Nachmani Amar Rabbi Yochanan. So Rabbi Shmuel, son of Nachmani, in the name of Rabbi Yochanan, says only one of the three tkiot is midivrei Torah. Chat midivrei Torah, ushtaim midivrei sofrim. And two of them are, in fact, not biblical, but rather midivrei sofrim, rabbinic. Which one is it? So the pasuk v'avartah shafar tua midivrei Torah. That's the one that's midoraita. Shabbaton zichron tua v'yom tua yelachem letalmudo ba. So the other two psukim are required for another things they're coming to teach us. Letalmudo huba. They're coming to teach us something else. My letalmudo huba asks the Gemara. So one of them we know yom tua yelachem is coming to teach us the gzera shava, but the second pasuk. What does it come to teach us? Why can it? Why can we not learn from it that we need to have a tua on Rosh Hashanah? Okay, it's needed for bayom velo balayla. Okay, so 
סליחה, yes, או יום תרועה יהיה לכם, is, סליחה, שבתון, שבתון זיכרון תרועה, we be required for the גזירה שווה. And יום תרועה יהיה לכם, יום תרועה, that the תרועה has to be done, has to be blown, ביום, ולא בלילה, in the day, not at night. אוקיי? מצוין. So we, so it's actually needed, because it's a halacha that we don't blow the shofar at night. Wait a minute. So the other opinion, I mean Tanakama, that said that this pasuk we can use it for a trua deoraita, for a biblical trua. So where does he learn this halacha from? I mean that the tkiah has to be during the day, if he doesn't learn it from this pasuk. So so the other opinion that uses this pasuk for this, you know, learning that we need to blow a trua. Where did you learn this halacha that by yom it has to be done in the day, not at night? Nafkale, the answer is, he learned this from, he derives this halacha from Bayom HaKippurim. Right? So, in, because the Torah says, Bayom HaKippurim ta'aviru shofar b'chol ha'atzachem. Regarding Yovel, we blow the shofar in Yom Kippur. The Torah says, Bayom HaKippurim, the word Yom as in the day, so he learns from there, just like in Yom HaKippur, it has to be done during the day, and uh, we would learn it for, for Rosh Hashanah as well. Amirat HaGemara, wait a minute. Wait a minute. If we learn from Yom Kippur that it has to be done during the day, let's learn everything from Yom Kippur, right? Because this Tana said that the, the concept of Tekiah before and after we learn from the Midbar, from the desert, from the trumpets. But if this Tana already learned something from Yom Kippur that it has to be done during the day, why not learn the whole thing, all the Allahot, including the Tekiah before and after from Yom Kippur if, you're only, if this link is already there. As the Gemara says, If this Tana is learning it from Yom, from Yom Kippurim, from the Pasuk Yom Kippurim, so let's learn from Yom Kippurim also derived from the concept of Tzkiah before and after Why does he not do that? Why does he learn it from the desert instead from the trumpets? The answer is the Gemara V'ha'avarta ta'aviru lo mashma lehu So the um, So if you remember and maybe Lani would help us with the translations in the Ascroll Oh you too So the Pasuk of Yom Kippur says, How do we translate the word Ta'aviru? It doesn't say Litkoa. Excuse me? Shall you sound? Shall you sound? Now, the word Ta'aviru doesn't mean sound. Okay? I mean, literally, it doesn't mean sound. Pass, move something across uh, a space. It, it doesn't mean necessarily sound. Or make a sound. So this Tana couldn't learn the concept of Tekiah from Yom Kippur because it doesn't say Tekiah. It says La'avir Shofar. Okay, it doesn't say Tekiah. So it says, I need a better source. In the trumpet, it says explicitly, to blow. And then we know it's talking about a Tekiah. Okay? The word Ta'aviru could mean, this could mean something else. So he didn't think it means a Tekiah. The Ha'avarta Ta'aviru that we did not think it means that and therefore he didn't learn it from Yom Kippur. Okay, so he didn't learn from the Avartata Aviru of Yom Kippur that the concept of Tekiah before and after. So what did, he, what did he learn from these words, right? Every word in the Torah has to teach us something. 
and not two things. One thing alone, but it has to teach us one thing. So the Gemara says, So why did this Tana learn from the words Ve'avarta ta'aviru in Yom Kippur? Ve'avarta, so from the words Ve'avarta shofar tru'ah, he learns Keder Rav Matna. He learns the Allah Chalak Rav Matna says, Ve'amar Rav Matna, Ve'avarta derech ha'avarato ta'aviru, Ve'avarta derech ha'avarato. So that when you blow the shofar, you should blow it in his, in the way you blow a shofar. Bederech ha'avarato. Okay, uh, this is what we discussed earlier on the Gemara of Zion. In other words, you should blow the shofar from the narrow end to the wider end, and not the other way around. That's called derech avarato. And from the word ta'aviru that's written in Yom Kippur, he learns another halacha. The ka'amar ta'aviru, the ka'amar rachmana na'avre bayad. Again? So, in other words, the Torah said Ta'aviru a second time. Why? Because if it only said one time Ta'aviru, we could have thought that the meaning of La'avir is like to pass the shofar in your hands. Like from one place to another. Again, not necessarily Tkia. Uh, okay? So, therefore, a second time, an extra time, would teach us that it's not just passing it with your hand, but it's actually meaning in the context of a sound, of making a sound. So that's what he learns from the Pasuk. Now, the other opinion, meaning the other Tana who learns from Yom Kippur, the concept of Tkiyab before and after, now there's a, there's a void for him that he needs to fill. From where would he learn these two halachot? Right? That you need to blow the shofar from the narrow end, and also that it's not passing with your hand. Okay? That the meaning of the word lahavir is not to pass with your hands. So ve'ida, so the other Tana that's using these words uh, to teach us that the tkiah has to be before and after, that's ve'ida, that's the other sign, the other Tana. So the Rav Matna, where does it do the halacha of Rav Matna? Mideshane, that it has to be through the Midderech Havarato. Mideshane bedibure. Right? So he learns that, um, that it has to be from the narrow end because the Torah changed the, nat- the, 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 reg- the, let's say the natural way of, 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 of saying things. So the Torah could say titke'u and, and, and yet chose to say ta'aviru. So from the word... So try to simplify things. So the Torah says one word, ta'aviru. Now, usually according to the principle we just introduced, you can only use this word to learn one thing. Okay? And you, because the Torah said it to teach us this, you, th- then it didn't say it to teach us that. However, says the other Tana, look, the Torah could have said one thing. I mean, I mean the, you said, oh, ta'aviru is coming to teach us, I, I mean, I say, this Tana. The ta'aviru is meaning like to blow the shofar. We learn that the tkiah has to be before the tru'ah. Fine? So that's one thing it teaches us, that there has to be a tkiah. So that I learned from the word ta'aviru. But the truth is, to teach us that, the Torah didn't have to write ta'aviru. The Torah could have said titke'u. I mean, the, the Torah could, could have said one word, but the right word. The reason the Torah changed it into another word ta'aviru 
that itself is an extra. That's an addition. And that's coming to teach us another thing. So within one word, there's two layers. And then each layer can teach us one thing. The very existence of the word, that means titkeu, teaches us about atkiah. And then the fact that Torah changed it from titkeu to tavir, to a different language, uh, a word, teaches us that it has to be kederich ha'avarato. The word avarato, I meaning blowing it from the narrow end. That's one thing. And then, ta'aviru, right? And then, ta'aviru bayad, the halacha of ta'aviru bayad. So, that the Torah would double, would say ta'aviru once again. You say that word, repeat that word to teach us, to teach us that it doesn't mean la'avir uh, bayad, to pass the shofar uh, uh, with your hand. And he says, look, I don't need a pasuk to teach me that it doesn't mean to pass with your hands. Ta'aviru bayad, because you couldn't have even... I would you I couldn't entertain that possibility. I you can't say that the that the possible meaning of Taviru is like, is like to pass it with your hand. You can't say that. Right? You cannot say that. Why? The Gamar Havara Moshe. So with Moshe Rabenu uh, uh, there's another possible as the Gemara says, Ktivha. So here it says So you should Lahavir the Shoifar. Vavarta Shofar Tarua. So, using the same, the, the, the word la'avir. So the same word, the same root, same shoresh of la'avir is mentioned there, and there it's explicitly about voice. Okay? And, and therefore, when it says you, it's not even an option. It's not like, I mean, you, you said, I mean, the other Tana said, could be passing with your hand. They turn out to repeat that word again to teach us that it meaning passing a sound. But this Tana says, I don't need a special word to teach me that. I have another passage that says when usually la'avir is usually talking about a sound and therefore I don't need another passage to teach me that. Okay. Ken, mal lehalan bekol with the passage of Moshe va'avir kol b'machaneh afkan, when it says va'avrata shofar tua it's talking about a sound. Okay. Now, okay. And that Tana who learned it all from the Midbar, the second Tana with which we started today. If you're learning it from Midbar, let's learn another thing from Midbar. You know what? The blow, the sounds that were blown in the Midbar were blown through trumpets. So you could have, if, you know, you, you could ask, Let's let let's learn another thing. Just like in the Midbar, it was with the trumpets. Afghan So maybe in Rosh Hashanah too, we'll blow the trumpets rather than a shofar. Talmud Lomar. Even if you learn it from the desert, in Rosh Hashanah it's still a shofar. Why? Because the pasuk says Tikhu b'Chodesh Shofar b'Kesel le'Yom Chagen. Again, in in in, in the the Perek Tehilim, uh, the pasuk we mentioned various times. It's talking about. We learn that he's talking about the Rosh Hashanah. Why? Because it says b'Kesel Tikhu b'Chodesh Shofar b'Kesel. And Mazah Kesel is there a Chag she'Chodesh mitkasebo? What Chag uh, is it that the moon is hidden uh, in it? Ve'Omer, you have to say it's Rosh Hashanah. The Kamarachmana that you blow the shofar in Rosh Hashanah, uh, and therefore there's, everyone agrees that you blow the shofar not the trumpets. Even the one who's learning the concept of the tkiot from the trumpets in the midbar. Okay, now it's a very uh, important sugya about 
the Takana of Rabbi Abau, the Seder, uh, a, a little bit about the calculation of the numbers of Tkiot. Okay, so let's go briefly through it. Atkin Rabbi Abau be Kesari. Rabbi Abau established in Kesari, Kesaria. Uh, they set the order of Tkiot. So they would blow in his shul the following set. Tkia, Shlosha Shvarim, Trua, Tkia. What we call today, Tashrat, I believe. Yeah? Okay. Now the Gemara is saying, wait a minute. So it's a Tashrat. I said, wait a minute. Manafshach, like, what exactly is it supposed... I mean, how do you translate you Manafshach? I mean, it... Doesn't go by any opinion. I mean, it doesn't look according to any opinion. Remember we said that there is a machloket. How do we understand the word Yebava? That the Yom Trua, the, the, the Aramaic translation of Trua in, in Lamed Gimel Bet. That the Yom Trua Yelachem, Trua is a Yevava. What's a Yevava? It's mentioned with the mother of Sisra. And there's a machloket. How to understand the meaning Yevava? Whether it's, uh, you know, Really, really short signs, uh, uh, sounds like Yevava, like the Tua that we know, or like someone is like crying and his voice is like uh, all shattered and everything, or Yevava, which is like uh, bigger mornings, okay? So it's either Yeluli Yalil, which is the very short sounds, or Genuche Ganach, which is the longer sounds, which is the Shvarim we know today. So now the Gemara says, he did Tashrat, Tkia, Shvarim, Trua, and then Tkia. So that doesn't work according to any, any opinion. If the Trua is a Yelala, meaning the shortest, the very short sounds, Le'avid, then he should have done Tkia, Trua, or Tkia. But he didn't. Ve'i, and if he thought that the Yevava is Ganuchi Ganach, which means the Shvarim, the longer sounds, Le'avid, then he should have said Tkia, Shlosha Shvarim, Utkiah, but he didn't do either. He did the Tashrat, Shvarim plus Tuau. What is that supposed to mean? The Gemara explains, ah, Mesapkalei Iganuchi Ganach So in fact, he had a doubt. He wasn't sure if the Yevava is the Ganuchi Ganach, the Shvarim, or the Yelul Yalil, the, the Tuah. So he, he joined both, and that's now his Tuah. It sounds a little bit, it's a problem. Matkif, the Ravavira, Ravavira challenges, Vedilma, Yelulei Hava. Wait a minute. So because you have a doubt, you do both. What's the problem? What if the true Yevava is the Yelulei Alili, is the Trua? The Kamafsik Shlosha Shvarim ben Trua Letkia. And then, there's the, there's a, the, how do you Mafsik? Interruption. There's an interruption. There's an interruption. So if the true Yevava is Tua is, is, is the Tua is Yelul Yalil, so now when you have a Tashrat, the Shvarim there interrupts. There has to be a Tkia and straight away a Tua, nothing in between. If the Shvarim's in between, it's not good. Okay? The Kamafsik Shlosha Shvarim, Bain Tua, let Tkia. Okay? The Gemara says, the truth is, that Rabbi Abahu, after that, after the Tashrat, he also did the Hadar Avid Tkia Trua Utkia. You know what? You're right. Maybe the real Trua is Yeluli Alil, and therefore Rabbi Abahu did another set of Tarat Tkia Trua Tkia. 
but it's still not good enough because matkif leravina vedil magano the same kishal only the other way around vedil maganuche ava maybe the the, the trua is ganuche ganach meaning the shvarim and then when you do it ashrat then the kamafsek trua ben shvarim letkia so the the trua meaning the the luli alil is interrupting between the trua the true trua which is the shvarim and the tkia that comes after it's not good the Gemara says, yeah, so Rabbi Abba actually did another set, Ken Dehadar Avid Tashat. So he did actually Tkiyash Varim Trua. So end of the day, he did Tashrat, Tkiyash Varim Trua Tkiyah, and then he did Tarat, because maybe the true one is, is Yalil, and then he did Tashat, because maybe the true one is, is uh, Ganuch Ganach. So says the Gemara, wait a minute. Ela Rabbi Abba if you already do Tashat and Tarat because you're not sure which one is the real one, then why do you need the Tashrat for? Okay? So, if the true Torah is Genuch Ganach, then he did the Tashat. If the true Torah is the Yaluli Alil, then he did the Tarat. So, why would he do the Tashrat? So, the Gemara says, Mesap Kalei. Dilma Ganach Ve'alil Because he had a doubt. He thought maybe the true Trua is in fact a combination of both. When one cries, then you know, he would start mourning and then the voice sh- goes shattered like the Trua. Maybe the Trua is a combination, is, is the true Trua is a combination of both and therefore it has to be there the whole, the whole version of Trua. And therefore the set of Tashrat. The Gemara says, Iachi so why don't you do also the other way around? I mean, you're doing it tashrat, let's do it tarshat, like trua, tkia, trua, shvarim, tkia. Maybe, because if you have this doubt, liavid nami ipcha, tkia, trua, shlosha shvarim, utkia, dilma yalil veganach, because maybe the true trua is yalil and afterwards ganach. Says the Gemara, stama demilta, because the natural way when people cry, when something bad happens to someone and causes him to cry, first come the morning, and at morning after that come the yelala, i.e. the, the, the short uh, sounds that we know as Torah today. That's it for today. I think it's a good time. And uh, we should be able to finish by uh, Thursday.